Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right. Mike? Me? You want to do it? No. <laughs> what is, is the 62? 62. 62. Yep. Can't wait for 69. Dude, that's exactly what I was telling you. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to be on episode 69. <laughs> we'll bring you back for 69. <laughs> yeah. And we'll bring you back for the episode 69. Oh, you, know? you got to get from the back too. <laughs> <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals. They're about to make that very What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 62. And this week, now that we've taken a week off, we've got a you know a little chance to recuperate here. We got a special guest. Uh, this man is not only a drummer, he is a videographer, photographer, all around handsome son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Stop lying to the people, Mr. Noegi, and everybody. What's up? A little golf clap, a little golf clap. <clears throat> Uh, episode 62. I know you wanted to be here on 69. It's okay. But we'll bring you back. It's okay. I like we'll missionary too. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so we had to take a break last week uh, because after all the shit talking he's done for the past year, <laughs> Mike, Mike Perez got sick. Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily COVID, right? Did you even no. test let's just, let's just say it's COVID. Did you test for COVID? Yeah. You did. Yeah. And you, it was negative. Mike was basically on his ass the entire week and he was, it was like weird. I, I texted him i was like hey man we can push to wednesday and he's like yeah let's push to wednesday and then like wednesday starts to roll around he's like oh maybe thursday you know, okay we'll do maybe thursday then something comes up for me thursday mike's like oh well i was free on thursday but you know you no, can't do thursday Lord. and then he drove to get food he went to get like fast food somewhere and he's like it's a good thing we didn't record i'm still fucked up dude i yeah <clears throat> i got i got up and like showered and I was uh, I had just started to do like a I call it sinus flushing. I think there's a real like name for what I did. Yeah. But basically just shoving warm 
sea salt water in my nose and clear anything. You basically up. made a ghetto neti pot, right? Uh, yes, like that's what it is. Yeah. Basically, yeah, with yeah. The, with a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I did that, and I felt I felt like good. I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get out of the house. I'm gonna go get get lunch. And like just being in line at Johnny's Burgers, I was like debating, but I like I, I just needed to get out, and like I wanted I wanted comfort food so bad. Yeah. yeah dude, being sick sucks. Yeah. So yeah. So Thursday it was when Mike I think realized I was actually for real sick. Yeah, but I, I I was giving him a couple of days because like, well, Mike's never like he's sick, but he's never really sick. And then like as the days went on and. And then when he sent the video, he sent a video of, <laughs> of the neti pot. And I was coming out of it. That's what yeah. I was like doing better. Because Jesse was sick too. Jesse wasn't feeling well. He was telling us he was under the weather. Dude, that voice message that, that Jesse showed me outside. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. He's choked. And I was like, did you breathe? He's like, I didn't breathe. I was like, you wouldn't have choked if you yeah. had, were breathing. He's like, maybe I so, breathed. I don't know. Try, it felt try weird. To snort it. <laughs> yeah. Like he was just like doing a line of uh, just, and then just fucked himself up. But. <clears throat> yeah, and Mike sent a video of how to do like basically the the flush, and he just looked like he got hit by a train. I was <laughs> like, and I'm, I think I might still have it, so I might add it to this. No, you, this guys, you guys definitely yeah. have to post that. He looked like he got hit by a train, and you and the the craziest part about it was he's explaining. He's like, I got, I got this water bottle. And I, you know, I got, it's like, and then in the background, everybody, his family, are all just like, <clears throat> like cough. I was like. Everybody's fucked up over there. Everyone, my whole so everybody got sick. Started my nieces, and then it went to like my brother and sister in law, and then my parents. The one thing I didn't get though that my my mom and my niece got was uh, the cough. Yeah, they have a bad cough. I never got the cough, which is good, but just man, it just felt awful. Like I, all I wanted to do was lay down, and then like, like listening to music did not was not the thing. Didn't want to listen to music. And then, like, I couldn't keep my eyes open long enough to watch something. So that was, like, always weird. Yeah. Because then, then I'd fall asleep, and then I'd have to start over. It was just, I don't know. So how, how did it feel waking up to episode three of The Last of Us, just playing in your in your room by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was I down mean, with the sickness. Like, I loved one. it. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. It was so freaking good. <laughs> I was, I, I've never... We, we, can, we can transition out of me being sick. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... For anyone who hasn't watched The Last of Us, I've never played the game. I don't know anything about the show. Like, episode three was was way good. I was hating on it. I was I, I was gonna hate on it because yeah. like, oh here we go woke stuff. And then uh, <laughs> it's actually like I heard the really best good. take about that episode without spoiling anything mm-hmm. other than you know the characters are gay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody goes, "Yo, I've never." had like such strong feelings about two gay dudes in my life i've never cared more about two gay dudes and he goes and for a second there i thought to myself maybe i should be gay because my bitch doesn't love me like that guy does <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, the, that's the love you only get from a man right there like a true partnership Dude. oh man <clears throat> well that being said uh let's <laughs> Let's jump into our mental health check. Yeah. You want to explain our mental health check, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> our mental health check is where we basically just check and see where we're at mentally for the week. Uh, that way we can kind of identify if there's any things that we're doing that are helping us. Or if, uh, if we're in a funk, maybe what are we not doing that is keeping us in that funk? So who wants to go first? We're, we're looking uh, at Noah. Let's, let's look at Noah. <laughs> no way. No. Um... Mentally, I mean, like the last week has been, it's been interesting. Uh, like before we started recording, I was telling Mike, well, 
this mic. Uh, I had my mom in like in the hospital, so I was yeah. dealing with that. Mm. Um, so aside from the music, photography, sound engineer, whatever else I do, I'm a caregiver on top of all of that. So I have three patients at home, my mom, my sister, and my dad. And like, I have them in the hospital at least once a month. So like dealing with that still is hard even after doing it for 10 years already. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then dealing with like, you guys don't like, I'm having a baby in April. Mm -hmm. So we got that planning baby showers and figuring out where we're going to do the birth and all that. But other than that, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be as busy as I am because I, I do f photography pretty much every single day. And other than that, I've been good. Uh, speaking of photography, that cool promo photo that you guys see on the uh, on the podcast artwork was shot by this man right yeah. here. Kind of kind of tricked him into taking a promo <laughs> for us. We uh, we we <laughs> Mike Mike was like, hey, he's like. <laughs> He's like torture culture taking uh taking promos down, downtown. You should come by. Maybe, maybe we can get a Milwaukee blind one. Maybe like, we can right right shoot one one photo for us, and he did. And that one photo is sick. Yeah, that was a that was a day where that lady pulled up on us and started talking yeah. shit to us, talking about that people were. What'd you say that there was naked women? There was naked women in the corner, and people taking shits in this alleyway. So she wanted to know what the fuck we were doing there. So. <laughs> It's an interesting night. Yeah, you know, Jake was just about to fuck her up. He, yeah, we we were trying to diffuse that situation as as well as we could. Um, don't hit women, guys. Yeah, don't do it. Mm -hmm. But she was uh she definitely had some some care and energy definitely. going on with her that night. So that was that was interesting. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, before we move on from the way, uh, what are some of your go tos? Like when you're like when you're stressed, or even if you just get I'm, alone time. I'm very. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say. Time, Mike? I, I, don't, I don't want to say. I, don't I probably shouldn't have thrown out there a long time. <laughs> I'm a. Uh, nowadays, I'm not. I'm. I'm known to be very destructive when I get like stressed out mm -hmm. about things. Like, either I will start overeating like crazy, mm -hmm. or I will stop eating, or I'll start drinking. Um. Which is probably isn't the best coping mechanism at this age because I can't drink like I used to anymore. Yeah. Um, None of us can. You, it used to be music. Like music was always my go-to to get out of anything I want. Like I can whoever I was on stage is I could forget about all my problems for the thirty minutes we played. But like the music kind of took a backseat to life, like the last few years. Yeah. So yeah. Um, other than that, I just try to keep myself busy. The busier I get, the less time I have to do anything else. So. Do you feel like work is like your um, basically your coping mechanism? Like at this point, yeah. Let's just get more more projects in, book more time. Yeah. That way, I'm just not focusing on. And that that I'm not, I'm not doing it that way because I'm I'm known to book like I'll book myself into three shows in one day. Oh shit! Which is absolutely stupid. <laughs> um, like I'll go from chain reaction, and then shoot down a program, and then I'll end up like at Tiki Bar. Right. You know, in Costa Mesa. Um, but even keeping myself busy, it stresses me out on top of mm -hmm. being stressed out. So I think I need to do something a little bit different at this point. I think keeping yourself busy is definitely like a, a good problem to have in a yeah. way. Uh, but then it does get to a point where they're like, okay, this is too much. Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where it, I guess, could get kind of like, uh, like destructive, yeah. if you will. Um, but yeah, it's... That's tough, man. It's it's tough because it's like, I want to stay busy. I want to keep doing all this yep. shit. I love doing this, 
but I also need time for myself, mm -hmm. and, you know, projects Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what I, what I used to do is I used to take like little trips randomly. Like I would mm -hmm. just take a drive or I would drive down to San Diego, get a hotel room, stay there for the weekend. Yeah. But you know, with the kid on the way, that's not financially <laughs> yeah. smart anymore. <clears throat> Um, and then your your current projects, like you've got uh, music wise, you've got No More. I have No More, uh, which is a punk hardcore band. I have Catch and Release, mm -hmm. which is more of a like post hardcore. I don't even know what the fuck we're doing anymore. <laughs> it's a it's like a post hardcore like circus revive experimental kind of vibe yeah. that they want to start doing now. Your vocalist sounds really good. He's yeah, good Emmett's voice. he's yeah. hella talented. If, funny enough, he hates being a vocalist because he's a classical guitarist. Really? Yes. Okay. He graduated from Cal Poly for classical guitar. And he just, I guess when he joined this band, they had a female vocalist mm -hmm. who ended up quitting. So he ended up taking in the role. But he's, his ear is phenomenal for vocals. Yeah. It's, it's funny how many vocalists are like, yeah, I didn't want to do this. I just stepped in because no one else could. Mm -hmm. And then you just end up stuck. <laughs> Mike wanted to play guitar. <laughs> I wanted to play guitar and then I wanted to do harmonies. Yeah. I didn't know what they were. Yeah. I just do they sound cool. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then, uh, and then our buddy, our buddy uh, lived too far and never came to practice. And so instead of just playing music mm -hmm. for hours, I was like, I'll, I'll sing. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. MBR looked for a vocalist for like two years. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's good, man. Like that's, it's it's good that you're staying busy. It's good that you, you know, are pretty much preparing for having a kid is a huge life change no absolutely and it's a for somebody who didn't want kids if you like a good like five years ago mm -hmm. to now having a kid what? and don't get me like i have a phenomenal woman like my girlfriend yeah. is phenomenal like she like a, she owns a daycare she's very maternal so i'll be good on that front yeah nice. it's me i'm the problem what 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 <laughs> changed your mind was it her it was or? her okay that was absolutely her um yeah the last three years like don't like when we first She's, she's going to hate me for telling the story on the pod, but I, I've told it on her this podcast. This is what we want. This is the juice. I've, I've told it on her podcast. Um, so me, when me and her started dating, her, like, the first two months of it, when I met her family, it was like immediately, when are you having kids? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, let's chill real quick. <laughs> Relax. And we'll get into it when we get into it. And then ever since then, it's just been baby talk, baby talk, baby talk. Mm -hmm. And then... After about a year into our relationship, I was like, I don't know why I'm so scared to have a child. Like this yeah. woman is very maternal. Like she she went to school for child development or for child development, has been taking care of kids for a long time. I can't just have the same the same fear I've had for so long and take that part of her life away from her as well. Right. And I was like, and when you have a kid, you gotta either you either grow with the relationship or you either drift apart. Luckily, we've grown a little bit closer mm -hmm. since we got pregnant. Since she got pregnant. You're even, oh, you're even know, in the wee phase. The, we're going yeah, yeah. to be pregnant with Taco Bell later. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to have yes. little burritos. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that was my major fear with even having a kid. Yeah. So yeah, it's, did, did that answer your question? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's definitely, yeah, I mean mindset is is like super key mm -hmm. and this is coming from something that's not even like really a dad you know but like but you are you you have to really prepare yourself and be in that state mm -hmm. of mind to because like kids are wild they are and yeah, they're tough man they <laughs> like, are you know they, they'll test your patience 
They'll test your everything. Well, you I'm know? lucky I don't have any hair anymore, so it's like I can't that can't fall. You have beard hair. <laughs> you can pull out, you know. And I was like, my I wanted a girl, so like when we found out it was a boy, I was a little disappointed because like Were me you disappointed as me, or stressed out. I was just no because I know like little boys. I'm sorry to all the parents out there. I'm looking straight at the camera. Y'all's little boys sometimes are straight assholes, dude. Like yes. they. We're talking about the like nut tapping like babies mm-hmm. do that like my kid my kid my my brother has he adopted six kids right oh, my shit. older brother and they're all they're five of them are siblings oh but wow. the, okay. the, the little boys like and they they have the silver teeth and you know those are like the worst kids <laughs> <laughs> like especially for like latinos like, yeah. you know, like the kids with the, the silver teeth are the worst kids jc jesse's nodding over there because yeah. he knows um they're little assholes like they're just throwing <laughs> shit breaking shit you know, and you can't, I can't slap them. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, CPS. Sorry, CPS. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then like, I mean, girl, raise, I think raising a girl would have been even more stress, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's because it, I fight little kids. Like, I don't care. I'll, like, I will fuck up a little boy. Like, if you see that diagram, like, how many how many five year olds can you actually take in a fight? <laughs> Line them up and we'll find out. Um, it's dude, like, for, for me, um, like, crime and I have the, kind of this conversation all the time, right? Like, with Elliot, she's, she's very much like, hey, I want to raise like a soft, you know, like very loving child. And to me, I'm like, that's cool. But he's also, he's He's got to be tough, right? Like you gotta, there's some level of like, you got to be able to defend yourself. You got to be able to be prepared for what the world's going to throw at you. Mike wants a warrior in the garden. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, a thousand percent. Not a gardener in the war. Yeah. A thousand percent. Um, and, and I'm like, you know, so finding that balance and obviously like, it's a lot, it's, it's harder in a way in my situation because Elliot's not necessarily my son, right? He's not biologically my son, but the fact that, you know, I'm trying to do the best that I can for him, trying to raise him how, like, and I, and I keep saying like, Hey, you, you appreciate how I am, right? Like we wouldn't be together if you didn't appreciate how I am. So there's a part of me that has to implement that into him. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely like a, it's a, with kids, it's a weird balancing act because you've got to like, like you want to be loving and you want to make sure that they know that they're safe. And, you know, at the same time, you also need to know that you can hold your own no matter what happens. So, and raising a boy is like trying to find that balance. <laughs> like the best. You don't want to raise an asshole. You don't want to raise a kid that's like, fuck you and fuck this, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, like, you know, and, hey. and then, and then it's going to get to a, a point where like, like you want to be cool too. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to be the, the, the asshole parent. Yeah. My, I, I took my, like uh, my nieces, I took them out. We did little, like ran little errands, and then uh, and we got Jack in the Box, and they were like, "Can we get ketchup for our fries?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, of course." So I went and got like a handful of ketchup, and I laid it out, and then they were all like, like doing it, and then they're both like, "Uncle Mikey, let's just put as much ketchup as we want." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot!" I was like, "Oh, yeah, whatever," and they're like, "Thank you, that's cool." I was like, <laughs> "And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm the cool uncle." Yeah. I'm the Funkle. Yeah. The Funkle. Funkle Mike. <laughs> I'm oh, Ketchup man. Daddy. <laughs> ketchup Daddy. <laughs> no. No. This is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> ketchup, yeah, perfect. 
for the thumbnail, uh, just have a, a, like a, just a screenshot of Mike, which is a bunch of packets of ketchup. Heinz oh, ketchup, all the different brands. Ketchup daddy. <laughs> I'd love that if it wasn't anything tied to my nieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Metal Health Check, where are you at, ketchup daddy? <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, now I'm like, I'm great. <laughs> I'm uh I'm up and I'm moving. I feel so much better. I probably sound shitty, but I feel good. Um, yeah, last week was rough, and uh, um, man, I didn't really do anything. I didn't do nothing of my. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh, I didn't sing, which is usually a big thing for me. I didn't sing at all. Didn't do any jump roping. Nothing. Um, eating wise, I kind of had more fun uh, when I could eat. But I also just felt nauseous, so I didn't really feel like yeah. eating a whole lot. But uh, yeah, but but now I feel um, mentally feel good, man. We've had some good things happening, uh, you know, and all the little things in our in our little world. Um, we haven't been here in two weeks, so we guys announced chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, we got to announce chain. I announced chain. Time. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, no, no way announced chain. So, <laughs> so obviously, I knew we were playing chain. Yeah, <laughs> like. I knew that. We just didn't know the announcement so was coming I, down. I ended up reposting the flyer from the promoter because it's good, my good friend Dave from Pinup. So he posted it, and then I tagged all of you guys in it. And then I got a message from Mikey talking about, thank you for posting it because we didn't know we were supposed <laughs> to announce it. <laughs> well, like I literally go on, and, I, and he, I, see the, I see the flyer, which first time I've seen the flyer. I was like, oh, sick. And then I was like, wait, do we announce this? Yeah. Because Noah sends to me, it's like, oh, shit. So, like, I go on our, the No Braggers page, not up there. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, it's not our Facebook. No? I was like, okay. So then, like, I go through our emails, and of course, it's like from yesterday. And it's like, all right, guys, tomorrow at two, we're going to, yeah. we're going to announce. And then the next, like, the email that I see, it's like, yo, guys, the same thing went live like an hour ago. What's up? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's... Th- there's moments like that that like remind me of like, cause like in in my heart like we're back, like NBR's back in my yeah, heart. But not, you know? but are you? But then but it's like things like that. It's like that's definitely definitely dropped the ball. Definitely dropping the ball. Yeah, we ba- we kind of did it again <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the the announcement for the last one. Um, but anyway, so all I'd say was there was a, some exciting things happening. We announced that we uh, no brackets will be playing our. Uh, a 10-year anniversary show for Cycles, the album. Mm-hmm. And we're playing the whole album in its entirety, and then we're gonna we're gonna just play a couple songs here and there from the EP and from Con- Concrete Flower. And and I'm curious how many people I'm gonna have to fight to do that part in Cycles, dude. Oh, because I feel like this this you know what? It's my turn. <laughs> it's my so, turn. Every time I'm there, I'm like I'm gonna jump up, and then everybody else. <laughs> That's how kind of yeah. well, uh, no, a tough love. It was kind of like that too. Yeah, tough love. It was all I was going. You, you, yeah. you. And, and, I, was, <laughs> and I was like, I'll just, I'll be, I'll be back here filming. <clears throat> but oh, uh, no, you didn't jump up for NBR, huh? Mm-hmm. No, he was. I was side stage, but I was just filming. Actually, uh, something that could be cool. And I normally, my policy on stuff like that, because people will be like, yo, dog, can, like, is, can I come up on cycles? I'm like, dude, if you get there first, yeah. it's you. Yeah. First that's like, first serve. Yeah, that's my, my thing. Because I've tried to tell people, like, yeah, yeah, you got it tonight. And then they're, like, late to it, and someone steals it from them, and then I feel like shit. Yeah. So now I'm just like, dude, if you, my mic is your mic. If you get up there first, go for it. Um, but I may change that, because our boy Jeffrey might be flying out from North Carolina. Oh, no Ooh. shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
So if he flies out, I won't fight Jeff. No, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> You so, gotta have a bad time. Hey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I won't fight you, but I might uh, do a scream <laughs> to say, "Oops, you missed it." <laughs> we'll do it together. Okay, box, yeah, box out. Box out. Do it together, back to back. Yeah. One mic. Just. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so that that was exciting. But this is all happening while I'm dying. Yeah, like. So I'm like trying to be like sound excited in our posts. It's and hard to get stoked on it. Yeah, and I'm trying to. I was so out of it that when I did the first, I made the first reel, and I did it with like I did it with a song from the EP. Mm. And Martin's like, "Yo, dog, yeah, what are you doing?" <laughs> hey, man. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry." So I had to like go redo it. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was a rough week, but um. I'm, I feel good now. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little stressed about tomorrow. I don't think I've mentioned this. Tomorrow, I'm actually going to uh, my old university, and I'm speaking for the social work department. That sounds terrifying. What? Yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's not gonna be it's not like a big thing. It's one of the classes, and uh, just gonna mm-hmm. basically tell them about like, you know, what um get your masters. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you take anything I say today. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look at me, I started a podcast. Uh, yeah. Bring business cards, dude. Dude, I'm I'm going to business cards and stickers. Sell tumblers in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. But my, the trunk. My 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 uh, my my professor, she's so cool. She like wants me to come and talk about MBR. She wants yeah. me to talk about that side of it. She wants to talk about the podcast. She wants me to kind of because I think you know she wants to let people know that like social work and you know can look in. Look, it's it, not just a professional right. like you know yeah and like and i think it's like a, it's one of those fields where you kind of always take it with you mm-hmm. you know no matter what what you do like and so anyway so I'm, I'm i'm like excited to do it but i also suck at like talking and like presenting like that yeah so you should you should have told me earlier i could have helped you you know i know I do mm. this, man. No. <laughs> I do this every day. I know. <laughs> You'd have had your whole PowerPoint ready to go. Yeah. I'm training one of his dudes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> What's up, Jason? I told you I was going to be here. What's up, dog? <laughs> he's going to fail you so hard. Yeah, yeah. You're not passing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah. You're doing really well, Jason. <clears throat> I'm proud of you. But yeah. So, aside from that, that's, right now, that's the only stress, but it, I think it's a good stress, and I think, um, like, I'm looking forward to to uh, doing my, my PowerPoint. Yeah. It'll, it's going to be super basic. This isn't, like, a long talk. It's, like, a half hour. Half hour? Yeah. That's a long time. Well, I mean, half hour, but I think, I think like, a lot of times it's going to be, like, answering questions. Q&A and stuff. type yeah. stuff. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you come up with the name No Bragging Rights? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Um, Is it true that you've been in this since the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> the late 1900s? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to this week as far as uh, getting back on track with singing and uh, jump rope and things like that. So, yeah, it's me. Where are you at, Mike? Uh, I'm I'm good, man. Uh <laughs> The uh, actually, you know, the week off that we took was kind of nice because it gave me a chance to kind of catch up on some other stuff that I've been putting off. 
Um, <clears throat> and I've been able to almost reset in, in a way. Um, so I'm good. Like I've just been, uh, been just trying to get myself ready for, uh, for, uh, like trips coming up and, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in Costa Rica. So, um, kind of getting my, my mind into like, Oh, Hey, start dieting again. Start like, uh, you know, paying get attention that, to what you're eating. That beach bod. Um, <laughs> that speedo's not going to fit itself. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because I was talking to Austin, you know, Austin, my homie Austin used to play in creative void, mm-hmm. um, is renewing his vows. So they never had an actual wedding. So we're going out to Costa Rica to do the vow renewal. And, um, so I was talking to him and he was like, he was like, yeah, man, you know, it's crazy. It's coming up pretty soon. I was like, yeah. I got. I just started like training and working out again, so that I could, you know, be in at least, at least to where my gut won't hang over my shorts, right? <laughs> so I don't get that like weird like uh, like the, the elastic band thing. crease, right? And he was like, "Yeah, me too." He's like, you know, and and uh, I'm just trying not to be like super fat for the wedding. I was like, same. Crime is over here trying to get abs, and we're like, we're just trying not to have like fat jiggle when we run on the beach, you know. And then he just sits there and he goes. Have you ever in your life tried to get abs? And I was like, I think I've thought about it, but, it, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's never been like a, a, an achievement of mine that I've been close to getting, you know? So that's where I'm at. That's where my head's at. So now, Ab Challenge 2023. 20, ab Challenge 2023 as, as Karima orders pizza for us because we're running later than normal. You need carbs occasionally. But yeah, man, I've been good. I don't. I don't think before we go further. Uh, have you seen the movie The Shallows? No. With uh, is that a shark movie? Blake Lively. I haven't watched. It. I know what movie you're talking about. But I haven't yeah. watched it. it. Takes place in Costa Rica. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to say you're about to get your ass ate up by Charles. I'm just saying. I'm just you. saying. Don't watch it. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is don't watch it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What was that movie with the tropical storm too? Uh, it wasn't Sharknado? in Costa Rica. Sharknado. <laughs> Oh no, it was it was like based on a true story where these tourists go to like a tropical. It was like Indonesia oh, or something, yeah. like Taiwan or something, and then this huge like typhoon hits or tsunami, yeah. and their whole family gets separated in the storm, and they have to like find each other. Interesting. And somehow they were all alive. Never saw it, but yeah. I watched it actually. Did it was you? Terrifying. <laughs> so you know, hopefully there's no storms in Costa Rica. But it's funny. I, I'm I'm okay with like disaster movies. Like I kind of like them. I like I loved it was 2012. Yeah. Um, but like when I saw that movie, like Tsunami, Ocean, I was like, mm, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> uh-uh. I don't have any interest. Okay. Just seeing just that, <laughs> just that part of it. But, yeah, that's it's it's kind of a scary. I like it's been so long since I've traveled without having to do something right. Mm-hmm. Like we like travel and play shows or like we'd go on tour or like we go some, like I'll fly to Atlanta and visit mm-hmm. family, hang out with people. Right. This is like, like one of the first times in a long time where I'm going on like a genuine vacation. And that stresses me out more than anything. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? You're not going to know what to do with your time. Yeah, Nothing. Like, I'm, I'm, and, and I was like, I was anything. even thinking like, do I bring my laptop? Do I leave it here? Like what, <laughs> how do I, you know, how do, how do I handle this situation? Take your laptop. You into the water. On it. No, take your laptop, run into the water and get ate by a shark. <laughs> I need to pass on the laptop to Mike because his is falling apart and somebody needs to edit these videos if I die. <laughs> Just give me all your passwords. 
I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sorry. And if I'm I like, just links to the dark web all over his. <laughs> I uh, how to build a tunnel under a shed. Okay, El Chapo, calm Dude, down. My my mind is sorry. My mind's on shark stuff. I showed you. I showed, I showed Mike and Martin yesterday. Have you seen the video of the dude in this like stupid? It's terrifying. Stupid. stupid like it looks like Pepsi glass. Right? It looks like plexiglass. Plexiglass, right? Did you say Pepsi glass? He did say Pepsi glass. <laughs> it looks like a plexiglass. Like plexiglass. Um, it looks like a plexiglass suitcase that yeah. this guy's just sitting in in the ocean. And so he's in it, and there's this massive great white circling him and stuff. And then fucking shark goes down, comes up, fucking destroys it. Like, <laughs> destroys it. Comes up from the bottom. Sorry, people listening. Bites through it. Yeah. Like, bites through things, right? And the dude's like, like trying to like. I think he was trying to get use it to keep in uh, something in between them. Yeah, but like as it was happening, I I think we we're just like, what the f- stupid, <laughs> we're like stupid. What are you doing? Why? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah of course, <laughs> a great white's gonna break through that. Yeah. Oh, dude. So anyway, sorry, I was thinking about that. You was a glass case of emotions. <laughs> sorry, sorry for my, all my stupid references. <laughs> all right, hold yeah, on. Yeah, look at this thing. Out. Look at this thing. Dude, this is a great white is- shark. Guys, this is oh, really like, this is gosh, really like the Joe Rogan podcast. This We're watching is captivating, clips. captivating yeah. audio, dude. Right? Look how stupid this that is. Massive great white just mm-hmm. rolls up on his plexiglass suitcase. Oh my gosh, dude. Ugh. Like fuck that. We are, we are children in the water here. <laughs> this is and this is what terrifies me the most about the ocean is that these things are so huge. Look, look. Mm, mm-mm. Fucking breaks the glass. Stupid dude. Oh, uh, uh, took his camera cables, whatever else he had on him, and he's just trying to Titanic this shit. He's like, "Can you believe that happened?" Yeah, I fucking can. Yeah, yeah. He's like Rose, and the shark is like Jack in the water. And he, dude, he's he's sh- and, like, what, I'm just baffled by like, cause he looks surprised. Yeah. Oh my like, god. He's like, like he's like, like now he's panicking. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> This massive great white destroyed this little thing that I was in. It's, oh my god, that's ter- that's just terrifying. The ocean scares the fuck out of me. I'm sorry. I just I like I could look at it from far away. I can like put my my feet in. <laughs> that's it for me. Just, just feeling brave as you do. <laughs> so proud and brave. Uh, that that just reminds me. I was hearing somebody say like, "Hey, if you really want to like um, mess with people's, you know." mental states just go on their on their uh, pictures on instagram or in the comments and just go it's very brave of you to post this <laughs> dude. Oh, man. dude i was doing that i was doing that on the day naps no <laughs> you were not yeah, I like on, what? hold on hold on mike no hold wonder on, you're on, still on, single hold on, hold on hold on i knew it was gonna go there it was if if they like reached out to me I didn't just go around and just be like a dickhead and just be like, hey. But it was if they were wearing Dodger gear. Oh, okay. And so that how was many like, people didn't respond to you after what you said? A couple. <laughs> a couple. I feel like that was like the, like the where the conversation went. Or like, yeah. It just came to. But a yeah, when, it's usually when they contacted me and if they're like their like first picture they're like out the gates wearing it. Dodgers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a brave you to wear this. And, 
posted on a dating. I know, ladies can't be Dodger fans. Can't be Dodger okay. fans. At least not, you know. At least not openly. Like that. <laughs> openly. Mike, not, yeah. What if what if the girl of your dreams comes along, like just you know, Don't put this out there, man. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna manifest this. <laughs> this beautiful girl comes along. She she loves the Lord. She's got uh, the singing voice of a goddess. And then uh, she just tells you, but I have season tickets to the Dodgers, and I got an empty seat for you. Oh, my gosh. I mean... Jen, why'd you knock on the desk? Knock on wood? That's what we're waiting for. I know. I, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, out of support. <laughs> and because I love baseball. <laughs> I would go. I would go for baseball. Not for her, but for she's, baseball. <laughs> she's like, listen, um, my dad has been working with the Dodgers since I was born. And I was born at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> I was born at my my mom couldn't miss this playoff game, so she gave birth to me in, in Dodger stadium. stadium. In these seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be hard. What if she worked for the Dodgers? Oh, <laughs> I don't like this. Anyway, <laughs> I was gonna say. By the way, this isn't actually a podcast. This is an intervention. Yeah, this is an intervention. <laughs> Here's all out. your Tinder dates. <laughs> <laughs> I get jumped. Nah, um, you know what? I was thinking about this though. Uh, so talking with the share the backline dudes. Mm-hmm. You know the guys that are wrong about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll talk them. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, I actually saw. That the Walking Blind page left a comment on one of their shorts calling us out about the Del Taco thing. And there's a comment under there from Walking Blind Podcast that says, you know, one of the things that we really love about Share the Backline is your commitment to the show. Especially your commitment to being wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, not exactly in those words, but, hey. But, uh, you know, we're talking with, uh, because they're they're baseball guys, so we've had a little back and forth, and they're Dodger fans. And so... um, I don't know what we're talking about, but he's like, would you ever go to like a Dodger game? And I was like, yeah, I'd go. I've been to Dodger games, like, yeah. you know. And think, the thing about it now is like, I don't know if I could get away with wearing my Buffalo Bills t-shirt that I just got, you know, because yeah. it's, it's got the blue and like the red. The blue. <laughs> so it kind of looks like an old school one. But then a part of me is just like, I don't even know if I want to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a form of selling out in its own way. In a way, you're still rocking some sort of blue. Yeah. You know? Cut to I just show up in my bright ass red <laughs> Angels jersey. When when we were at the uh I think we talked about it in the show, we went to a Kings game uh, mm. together and he wore his Angel jersey. Of course. And <laughs> almost got into a fight. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it, like dude. the one time that we didn't go pee together like men. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> like we, uh, he was man. like, I'm gonna pee. I was like, okay, go ahead. Uh he almost got into he came back, he's like, I almost got into a fight with this dude out there. I was like, why? He was like a that? guy almost fought me. I, I, I had zero. I had zero thoughts about fighting him until he was like right here, basically. <laughs> so how, how did it start? He just came up to you. But smartass Mike had an immediate <laughs> yeah, yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. His <laughs> his immediate comeback. Just, right away. If he would have said the Angels suck, it's it sounds less shitty to be like you suck. Yeah. But he said fuck the Angels. No. Oh. So fuck you. So he had, he, he, had a, he had a Michael Jordan moment. Like I took it personally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. I I still, I fully remember smiling as I was saying it, because I was clearly I didn't care, yeah. like, you know whatever. He wasn't smiling, <laughs> and he was with his girlfriend, so I think he's trying to 
Impressed. Guaranteed, mm-hmm. I'm not a scary dude, but he wouldn't have tried that if you had more than one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course not. Absolutely. Right? Like, but it's because you were alone in a crowded room. Yeah. He went after you. But I kept stuck to my guns. Just kept saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I, should have, I should have been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all aggressively. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> well, that would have been so stupid, though. Had that happened, though, I would have for sure got contacted the Angels and been like, I got arrested for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I fought for you. I fought for you guys. Dude. Oh, actually, you just move on. <laughs> um, You're just, I know. Yeah. Oh. I, was just, I was just thinking about how the Angel, how Artie Marino didn't sell the decided team. Decided not to sell the team and <sighs> decided to just... We've held on to this for so long. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. So read the room, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But um. <laughs> anyways, let's stop talking about us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, f- uh, really quickly, uh, Super Bowl's coming up. Super Bowl's coming up. So Jesse, Jesse, James, camera. and Lee, right? Jesse, that's your team. James and Lee are Jesse. are. Who? Justin and um, oh, you have Justin on your yeah. team. Uh, Codename Del Taco. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the Codename Del Taco? James, right? James, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. James. It's because his Instagram says like Straight Edge or something like that. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know his actual name. <clears throat> and then uh, Lucy oh, yeah. got the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. And who else is on that team? Tyler, I think. I'm, I'm so bad with, with names um, and, and the brackets. I'm sorry. But so we've got our Super Bowl uh, teams, essentially, coming up. <clears throat> um, once again, the winners are going to win a cup, some coffee, and a case of death. Yeah. A case of liquid death. And a date with Mikey. And a, and a, and, and a Taco Bell gift cards. And potentially a date, a date with, with Mike. Mikey. We're going to auction you <laughs> off, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where do you want to go, Jesse? Ross <laughs> <laughs> <Bras> wedding. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, do, I, don't know, I don't know if I've RSVP'd. I don't remember. Um, I think I just like kind of... Just told him? Told him. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going. Gonna, yeah, dog, I'm going to be there. Yeah, because you know? I got it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got his... Uh, I think that was a sa- okay. I don't know Is how that this save works. The date? That's a save the date. Okay. Because on it it says invitation will follow, mm-hmm. right? So this is just like, a, hey, don't make any other plans, asshole. I'm getting married, mm-hmm. and then the invitation will come. That's where you go. Yeah, I'll be there. That's where I say, uh, riding solo, <laughs> and I would no, I would like, no, no, no. Fuck I would that. like the steak. You <laughs> you need to mark plus one, and our 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 mission here is to find you a date. When's his wedding? Okay. So we got a few months. I'm gonna lose April or May? That's the 5 13. May. Okay. I put it in my calendar. I just don't. I'm Shoot, that might be gone. No, you're back by then. From the cruise? Oh. oh fuck. Yeah. It's all right. We'll figure it out <laughs> we'll later. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> I'll tell him, hey, can you move it to. Like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, it'd be real sick if you could move it to this day. Yeah, it's like a week, it's a week later. That'd be sick. Uh, but, um, all right, so I want to. Uh, we we're we're so far off topic right now. I want to talk about uh, Noah's history here. Oh Lord! Um, and I want to talk about like how far back all of this actually goes. How right? far back our uh, friendship goes? Uh, like everybody's connection together goes because so, like. No, sorry. It, it's been 
quite a while that mm-hmm. we've kind of all like I I don't we were never like close we never I, and I we had been around each other a long time yeah we probably but, never hung but out. never like hung out never really even like sat down and had a full conversation until a burner state show Crowley's yeah was it Crowley's yeah the first okay burner, the second okay. burner state show was that, yeah was second that, ever yeah. burner state show yeah but I showed up but but for years and years before that like we all ran in the same circles we yeah, were yeah, all yeah. around the same so you want to kind of give your history of 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 you essentially <laughs> so my back like i mean history with mikey i met mikey i think i met you at the showcase yeah because i remember for a while my my aim my little uh icon was uh it was like a little gif of you flipping off stage at the showcase the front flip yeah. fuck yeah the one where he fucked his face yeah. up yeah no, 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 I actually, I had, I had, I had, I had the gift of that on my, on my icon for AIM, and, um, but yeah, we, like, I met you there, and then I played a show with you guys at, what was it called the, sh- the, I, I always fuck it up. Is it the shipwreck or the ship? The ship, the ship, the ship in Riverside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did a show there, and then I was Wait, just an NBR fan for like a long which time. Which show did you play at the ship? I can't even remember. I can't even tell you who was on it. I can't even the the band I was in. Was it the small I, I room upstairs remember. or downstairs in the big? I honestly don't remember. I was maybe fifteen, sixteen at the time. Me too. Okay. Yeah. No, because aren't you older than me? <laughs> <laughs> you may look you may look younger. <laughs> you want to go ahead and take the hat off? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> So from there, I mean, I I used to be in like a bunch of bands out in like the IE mm-hmm. in LA. And then I started booking shows in Pomona at like Aladdin Juniors. We used to have mm-hmm. a, um, I used to book shows at my high school. I, I went to the School of Arts in Pomona. And funny enough, I ended up booking NBR to play for my lunch period. <laughs> and I, I think I had this conversation with you at Chain Reaction like a few years ago. But Christian never told you guys. Oh really? Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, But uh, we 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 played at uh, at Redlands Redlands University. Oh really? Yeah. So it's, all that says we weren't above it. Just Christian, yeah. Christian never told us. Nice. Well, that's where you played the, it was, uh, the schooners too. And so. your your guarantee for that show was sixty five dollars. And I had I to can't believe we said lunch. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then yeah, I, I went from booking shows to then I started running around with. A dude named Ben Burt, who's still a good friend of mine, and my friend Brandon Perez, who we all know from Condor. Mm-hmm. And I was their sound guy for a long time before I moved to San Diego. And then when I moved to San Diego in 2012, I started working at a, at a venue called the Epicenter. And I was started off as a booking agent there, and then I quit because I hated it. And then they asked me to come back a few months later as a manager. So it was me uh, as a system manager. So it was me and my buddy Scott Ziegla who, if you were in the music scene, you, he was in a band called The Shattered Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there for a few years and then went to do, worked at Live Nation for House of Blues and then started playing in bands again once I moved back to to Pomona back in 2016. And yeah, now most people don't even know me as a musician. <laughs> Everybody knows me as a photographer guy. A photographer, so. videographer, all the all the above. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this. I feel like like the the second wave of like our friendship was Epicenter. Yeah. So, because I I booked you. Well, you guys came 
you guys played with uh you guys did a headliner there didn't you mm-hmm. and then i scott brought you back for an acoustic show and then i brought you back a second time williams took his shirt off oh yeah i, uh, I remember that <laughs> nice <Yeah. laughs> it was uh when he gets nervous guys he yeah he... <laughs> Uh, uh, Williams, Williams, uh, guitar player for Creative Wood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did play guitar in the Bragging Rights mm-hmm. for uh, quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I miss PMJB. Uh, overall, overall legend. Yeah, PMJB. PMJB. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I've been in the scene for, since I was, I've been playing music since I was 10 years old, and I've been, I started touring when I was like 14. Yeah. And yeah, now I'm just old. My knees hurt. My back hurts. And <laughs> do do you do you feel like you prefer like the um, being more on the behind the scenes side, or do you prefer being on stage? I, I I love playing first and foremost. I will always be a musician first. Um, there's nothing like that adrenaline rush. No matter how old I get, of being on stage for you know thirty minutes at a time. Yeah. You know? Like, I still love that to this day. Unless, of course, I'm fucking something up. Or Nowadays, like, the artists I play, like, I play for artists where, like, you're running backtracks and something goes wrong. It's a lot more stressful yeah. than just showing up to... I miss the days where it was, like, you could just show up and play music and not have to do all the extra work, Yeah, you know? Like, now it's, like, you gotta... Yeah, Amir still does that. <laughs> <laughs> for what it's worth. They just show just up show. don't really do much of the extra work. I mean, if you answered your emails every now and then, Mike... <laughs> the... the... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Long gone is the the era of NBR with the light switch lights and the dude. That uh, was such a sick time when you guys came out with Unafraid <laughs> to Burn and you guys did that whole. You guys had that for your. Set. Were you there for the video? I was not there for the video, uh, but there's a very famous picture from a Chain Reaction show when they did. Um, I think you guys still had the light set up for it, um, but you guys did a show with the was it the World We Knew? Oh yeah, with Frank's yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a famous picture of Mike stage diving and me holding my hands up so he doesn't fucking hit me yeah so <laughs> and he smacked hold on before he, he knocked the shit out of a girl i did yes <laughs> i don't, I don't hey know hey <laughs> sounds right <laughs> i don't remember that Let go, 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 go. <laughs> go, go into your story i'm gonna try to pull up this picture right quick oh no i think it's on uh i think it's on my myspace so when that happened I can't remember if Frank 
came on stage with us or did I go on stage with you them? You went on stage with them. Okay. So I went up on stage with them and Frank falls. Frank falls into the crowd and as he's falling, he pulls me. <laughs> and then I'm as I'm getting ready to fall in, I have enough feeding like footing under me to like flip. Yeah. To flip in. Just instincts, guys. Um so so the So there's Mikey and there's <laughs> Frank and there's me in the blue shirt. Dude, can you send me that? Can we... <laughs> so that's you, that's me. There's a girl underneath you right here, and then Frank landed on her. Dang, maybe Frank knocked her out. So, so Mike is is. Uh... Just, okay, we'll just go with Frank. Frank, you knocked the girl out. I can't out. believe Frank did that. It's the the funny thing is Mike. Um, Martin and I have had this discussion. We're like, hey, we missed the good old days of front flip Mike, you know, uh, <laughs> or stage dive Mike, right? And then as we've gotten older and as the time has gone on, we've, I've, at least for me, I've come to the realization that Mike is more likely to do wild things when he's not the one performing. Yeah. If he gets up I for can, like a guest vocal or he gets up for like, uh, you know, just to like fuck around. That's when you'll see like front flip Mike come out because he's like fuck it, I don't give, I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> but fair. if it's if it's NBR on stage, he's like got to save all my energy for this. That's a thousand percent true. <laughs> that makes sense. You got to be physical for your yeah. own set. Yeah. There's no wasted, nothing wasted. That's why people are like, well, you know, I can even do like ad libs and stuff. I'm like, I'm catching my breath, dude. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't even do ad libs when we're recording. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like ninety percent of the ad libs that NBR has ever done are Martin. I speaking of catching your breath, I I, I had a moment. And catch my breath says I had a moment where <laughs> I happened to watch the torture culture set from uh, the Alma, and we played like dog shit. I was I've never been so disappointed in my own self. Other than just watching that video playback, because I was like, "Are you grabbing?" Oh my god, <laughs> knee grabbing, just trying to struggle for dear life, like by telling bad jokes. <laughs> like, like, cause I knew nobody was fucking with us at that show. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna make the best of a bad situation. So I'm like telling jokes. I get I get called out about uh being an Angels fan <laughs> in Seattle. Oh and everybody in my own band starts going like, yeah, fucking Angels fan over here. I'm looking around <laughs> the room trying to find I Mike was, so I'm was, not the only one. I was warming up. We were Mike's playing upstairs next. in the green room. <laughs> being, God. being professional, trying to be prepared, preparing myself. I was like, first off, Mike talking to myself, Mike, you got fat. You're out of shape. Shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's time to hang it up. Maybe it's time to hang up the towel. Put away that two XL windbreaker that you bought because it fit better than than the XL did. <laughs> and just call it a day. No, Michael. <laughs> so now uh, Noah and I are going to start a hip hop project. We are absolutely going to do yeah. this. <clears throat> but remember, I told remember moving. I told you like during like before you guys left on that run. Remember I, I made the joke about upping cardio. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't take it seriously. No, I should have. <laughs> we, we had the same thing at Emo Night, remember, when you guys were there? Like, what was it, like six months ago? That was a light way longer than that. It's been a while. It's got to so, be almost a year. Yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah. But I think we were the all... The first one? Or the second one? The... For I think the one where one? you were DJing solo, not the Walking Blind one. Oh, uh, okay. Yours. We were all winded at that one. Yeah. 
And I like every time I do emo night now, I'm still. I go home and I'm cramping. Yeah. Cause I got no cardio. <laughs> like. I the, smoke hookah every day, so they don't help. The good thing about emo night is like you can get hype, get hyphy, and then just hand the mic out. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to actually fully sing every song. Unless you're Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Mike and you find a random goblet with trash in it and you go, yeah, fuck it. And just dump the trash, pour your beer into it, and just start continuing to sing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, that's why you guys don't i shouldn't go out guys <laughs> it's, it's i don't want to do home. that i've left that i left that life oh by the no you're not you're about to come back into it by the way we do emo night riverside now really we're at the hideaway are oh, you hideaway, part of the, right? that with the hideaway yeah oh no shit so. ty said he was i think he was planning on checking it out last time it was in riverside i'm the guy that grabs a mic and does all the shit now yeah no shit well now i'm more likely to come okay. he's about to bring up the vocal he the vocal scream, video he screamed, uh, so when we did emo night pomona this last time there's a video of me do, yeah doing um i forgot what song it was it oh yeah it was since you since you've been gone and i did <laughs> yeah. like the last screaming part of it which a lot of people unless you went to high school with me you don't remember me looking like brandon Soller from atreyu no way. With yeah. the eyeliner? With the eyeliner and wearing oh, like the yes. black the black button up with the with, with the, the red fucking, tie. Yeah, with the tie. <laughs> Definitely. And uh playing nice. playing Tiki Room in Pomona and doing screams and backup vocals because I wanted to be Aaron Gillespie so bad. <laughs> fun, fun fact, Tiki Room is where I met Adrian. Yeah. Oh really? He was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> um wait, so how often are you guys doing the Emo Night in Riverside? Uh it's once a month, minus this month. For whatever reason, they didn't do it for February. We're going to be back there March 4th, I want to say. Nice. I thought it was just another like random emo yeah, night. Thing. Oh, so it's, I was actually, like, oh. it's me, the homie Gary, and then the two GGs from Emo Night Pomona, Raul and Brian. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, we've already kind of discussed this song with, amongst ourselves, but I think uh, Ty should, yeah. should DJ. I love for dude State. Ty, and I think if you guys do it in Riverside, it'll go off. I have yeah. so much footage of Ty from shows, and his energy is just so infectious. It, I it, love him. There are so many times when he keeps me going. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, for real. yeah, I feel dead, and I look at Ty, and I'm like, no, nah, we're well, doing. This. I mean, he does keep us going because he has the uh, he has all that alcohol in the back of his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. We love you, Ty. Seriously, I love you. Damn, that's sick. I I had I didn't know that you were a part yeah, of. That. I do. Yeah. He went at Pomona. Emo Night Rivers, or it's called Emo Prom. Emo Prom. What they call it now. And then I get, I'm get i starting to do photos for Emo Night Brooklyn now with our homie Vic. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. My first show with them was with uh, Ryan from Yellow Card. Nice. Cool. Nice. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. Well, it's crazy how, how, you used, how we used to get picked on for being emo kids, and now look at us. We're professional emo kids. <laughs> professional Dude, emo that's kids. Like, uh, it's like comic book stuff, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I used to fucking hide this shit. Now everyone's cool with it. Yeah, no, yeah it's now, now it's cool. Now everyone's okay with it after I've got all this trauma from being picked on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like the people don't remember. Like there wasn't skinny jeans from guys back in the day. Girl pants. Yeah, to work. I didn't. My fat ass didn't wear them. But I, I used to. I think I've told the story. One time I went into a wet seal, and walked all the way straight back. Found the biggest pair of girl pants, which was like a size thirteen that I could find in the store. Walked right up. Didn't try them on. Nothing. 
bottom went home. They were the flare bottom jeans, <laughs> right? So they're skinny, bottoms flared out, and they have my puffy skate shoes, like DVSs or something like that. Oh, it looked mm. awful. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was but it was shit, a shit though. back in the day, yeah. Yeah, tiny, tiny button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. That if you breathe the wrong way, a button pops off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You couldn't sit down in it properly, so you had to, like, be at a... Just... Yeah. <laughs> My I, eyes burn I, from these tears. I never, I never, I never bought girl jeans. Like yeah, I that. know, Mike. You were punk rock. <laughs> <Mike Bob. yeah. laughs> That's right. I did. I did have black painted nails though. You did. And you had long cool. hair. I thought it was cool when I played guitar. You had long hair. My fingers weren't doing anything. <laughs> they weren't doing none of this, you know. So I was just. <laughs> Dude, my first, I'm like. My first punk, like speaking of punk, my first punk rock show was a casualty show at the Glass House when there was like a mini riot and they got banned from Pomona. Oh, sick. Nice. That was my punk rock moment. Oh, yeah. And I realized I was a. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I was uh, too soft for it. And, uh... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hard enough for this. Or am I? Mm-hmm. My mom took away my studded belts. <laughs> I, my, as, as Latinos, like as as a Mexican, my mom absolutely hated the fact that like when when Hot Topic first opened, like they sold they sold the spikes and the studded belts mm-hmm. and like all the know, bondage the, gear. Yeah, like when it was dark inside and you didn't yeah. want to go in. Yeah, um, and she absolutely hated the fact that I liked hanging out there. And the uh, spider webs around the door frame. Yep, the good old Hot Topic days. So. Back when NBR would do a full Hot Topic tour playing acoustic music, Dude. we 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 have to hold the record still for most in store performances. I I remember buying a studded belt and then getting in trouble because my car I would always like sit on the trunk and hang out with my friends, right? But when you'd slide off the trunk, you'd just scratch, scratch the, the car. <laughs> my dad's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, "Oh, just oh. you had the one belt and then the one belt hanging." Yeah. <laughs> I held I held on to studded belts. That that's probably for me my longest like toxic <laughs> trait of that. I held on belt. for the longest. That's a red time. flag if he has studded belts. <laughs> Actually, no, that's a no. It's not a red flag. That's a green flag nowadays. Yeah. Are they are they coming, are they coming back? Studded belts. Are they back? I don't know. I, I was talking about, make them back. I, I was talking about how everybody likes out, to dude. get the shit beat out of them nowadays. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, kids. I stopped wearing them because of, I'm pretty sure because the MBR dudes were like, it's time, dude. <laughs> it's time. Did you and Rick stop wearing them at the same time? Because wasn't Rick rocking them for a while? No, I think I stopped before he did, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably wearing one right now. <laughs> dude. dude. I love Rick, too. Rick don't be awesome. surprised. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised. Good old handsome Rick. Um, Just to, to kind of bring this, we can start... So wrapping this up, I want to go through just some of these questions that we put out for the uh, for the Instagram. Nice. Uh, this is this is uh, just different different uh, to- topics or comments, and so the first couple are from our boy Harry, intern Harry, who, who also who did a turnaround, did a turnaround, and said uh, Del Taco. He was only talking about their burritos mm-hmm. as a whole. Taco Bell for Taco. the win. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Thought you had him. <laughs> Thought you had, had, him. had it with the first half. Take that. Take that. Try the back line. Share right. that back line. <laughs> All I, don't right, so I don't know if that meant anything. I just I just tried it. Okay, I'm trying things. I'll share your back line. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's getting worse. Just go on with your questions. <laughs> Best remedies for a cold. 
And favorite sick food? Uh... Uh, you, you, you got one? You want, you want me to go? You want, you got one? You want me to I'm, go? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, I just started doing this, but I'm gonna, for anything, I'm gonna begin flushing out my nose with sea salt. The ghetto neti pot. My ghetto neti pot, dude. Neti? <clears throat> neti pot or naughty? Neti pot. Naughty. It's a naughty pot. <laughs> it's a naughty pot, dude. The way I do it, it's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Jesse choked on it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> didn't. <clears throat> So for me, there's a Filipino dish uh, called arroz caldo. I'm sure there's a, a very Hispanic equivalent of it as well. It's called caldo. It's basically <laughs> a rice porridge with chicken and a ton of ginger, a ton of garlic, and stuff like that. And it's like the cure-all. Like it's a comfort food. Mm. And as soon as I get sick, I make it and it just clears up the sinuses. It gets you all like, you know, healed up. It's the ginger, really, that gets you. But... That's good. That's mine. Mm. Um, mine is probably. I want. I mean, I was gonna try to be funny and say vapor robe for everything. <laughs> oh, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but being uh, someone who takes care of people, that's probably not the best answer. Uh, Hydration is probably the best for me. And like, my mom used to give us like like a lemon with just honey on it, and just have us bite it. Mm-hmm. And that would definitely help with like your throat. We'll as far as clearing your sinuses, a steam is the best option. Mm-hmm. Um, and then favorite sick food for me is probably <laughs> probably pizza. Hell yeah. I think I wanted pizza, but I didn't get it. Yeah. I want a Taco Bell, too. I didn't get that either. Oh, fun fact. Uh, did you guys know that Del Taco is owned by Jack in the Box? Are they really? Ha. Just saying. Ha, ha. That's Just probably saying. the coolest thing about you, Del Taco. <laughs> 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 that's easily the coolest thing about del taco yeah. that they're owned by jack in the box hmm. <laughs> um, uh, harry wants to know when when will we know if the new york pizza spot is worth trying uh it's definitely worth trying we even got um we gotta go again we gotta go one more, we gotta go one more until, time until we like we like, preach it yeah but we we did get clarification that martin has been there mm. And did fuck with it. What, what spot is it? New York Pizza off of La Sierra. Okay. Off Emirin. Off Emirin, sorry. Yeah, across from uh, like where the Albertos is. And all that okay. Stuff. Like right off the freeway, basically. Um, we ate there for the first time after him living in Riverside basically forever and never eating there. Karima even said she tried to order there a million times when she worked across the street and it was always closed. We just happened to get there one day and it was open, so we open. tried it. And it, it was, was delicious. <clears throat> but it might have just been... A flash in the pan. We don't know. Yeah, we might try again this weekend, maybe. Who knows? All right. So, and then here's the last one is, what support do you offer your troops on the front lines of the fast food taco war? All right. Here's the deal. You got to hit them fast and you got to hit them hard. Mm. Right? And you, you just got to go out there and preach the gospel of Taco Bell. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some people like to say, well, the beans don't have a shape, but that's for efficiency, <laughs> okay? The the more refried the beans are, the easier it goes down, mm. right? You know, let's talk about the quesadillas, that fire-ass crack sauce. It doesn't get any better than that, right? What is that sauce? Doritos Locos Tacos. Where else are you going to get Doritos sprinkled on the outside of a taco shell? Mm. 
You remember when you were a kid and your mom was like, oh man, we're going to have tacos tonight because, you know, I'm just being lazy and they give you those hard shells. That's a Taco Bell taco right there. That's a taste of home. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't buy Del Taco shells in a grocery store. No. Mm-hmm. You can buy Taco Bell shells. You can't buy Taco Bell or Del Taco sauces prepackaged in a store. You can buy Taco Bell. You can't, you can't write a song with Del Taco sauces, but you can write a song with Taco Bell sauces. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how Blink-182 writes their whole records. Thanks, mm-hmm. Jolka. So to the front lines in this battle, listen to the share of the back line only so that you can shit on them for their food choices. Mm. Mm-hmm. And apparently now we also know they're Dodgers fans, so you can shit on them for that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, yeah. Welcome I mean, to my I TED mean, Talk. If they're, already, coming. if they're eating Del Taco, they probably are just shitting on themselves. <laughs> any, any words of wisdom? I, I can't top that. <laughs> I know. No, come yeah, my, my, Mike said it all. That was, that was some Braveheart shit right there. Uh, where's my Taco Bell t-shirt? Oh, it's in the house because I do own one. Don't own a Del Taco shirt. Mm. Just saying. They don't make merch? No. Del Taco merch. No, they all that marketing money went to Jack in the Box. The I, I, was, I was waiting. I was waiting for Jack in the Box to come back up to bring up the fact that people preferred Jack in the Box tacos. Straight up, dude. The fact that Jack in the Box tacos are so widely consumed compared to Del Taco's tacos by alcoholics and drunk people leaving the club. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, a sales I, a sale. I think uh, <laughs> I, I believe it was Andrew that said it best at two a.m. You've had a good night with your friends. You're out there partying. You hit that Taco Bell drive-thru. Mm-hmm. You don't hit Del Taco. It's Taco Bell. That's we, straight from the share of the backline dudes themselves. Yeah. You know? We, we've we even hit Taco Bell at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. Nobody gives a fuck about French fries Mm-mm. or the double Which del. Taco Bell does have oh, yeah. occasionally. Fries. Occasionally. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I go to Taco Bell. I, I since I used to work at Pizza Hut, we used to trade for Cine Twist. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Where's your dessert? Oh, wait. Do they, they probably do have fire. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Ar- arguably, Del Taco has the uh, the churros. churros. Taco Bell has the Cine Twist, right? If you order the churros, you have to eat it before you eat your dinner because otherwise they get soggy and go to shit. Yeah, that's going to be my The answer. Taco Bell Cinnamon Twist, stay crunchy the whole time. The whole time. Science. Science. Which is better. Science. <laughs> All right. We can go ahead and end this argument with a bong because yeah. I rang that Taco Bell, son. Mm. The fact that you that guys are bad. literally... These mics weren't on stands. We drop them. <laughs> All right. Uh, Andrea, she says, how do you cope with betrayal? Um, I went very medieval right now in my head. How do you cope with betrayal? You poison Off with them. Their head. You're, like, you're like slashing the tires. I'm like the bad ex-girlfriend. Um, how do you deal with betrayal? I don't know. You just don't deal with don't deal with the person. You cut them out. I mean that 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 would be the logical solution in my head. It's yeah, that's tough because it really depends on the situation, the situation, the level of betrayal, the type of friendship or yeah. relationship that it comes with. Um, it's like if you have a friend that you took to Taco Bell and they're eating Del Taco. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll be serious. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it depends on if if it's a really close 
like I've had, we've all had somebody that's done some fucked yeah. up shit to us. Um, my my instinct is just to cut them out and not deal with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as I've gotten older, that's been my instinct. When I was younger, I was like, "How do I get back at you?" you yeah, you waste so much more energy trying to be. Vin- I'm very vindictive, which I don't know if I should admit. But if you piss me off, I will I will think about scenarios and I will plan things and <laughs> I'll I'll try to ruin your life if I can. Um, or I will uh, have a an AI bot just prank call you nonstop, <laughs> which I've done before. Uh, but yeah, like it just depends on the situation. <laughs> like if it's, huh. I, I've had people fuck me over. I've been in physical fights over it. Yeah, but like I said, it's like you said, it's just easier as you get older to just not deal with it. Yeah. Huh. Anybody I, else? I'd like to think that. Like I think. I'm trying to think of the, the few times I feel like they all revolve around music in some way or then or another, mm-hmm. and for me, I've always just been like, obviously, like they're upsetting in that moment, but I'm, I think I'm pretty good at just being like, all right, well, they're out, yeah, like moving on now, like that's not, I don't know, just uh, I, I, I'm, I've always been very okay when my options get more limited, when you get rid of something that you don't need, I'm always, I've always been pretty okay with that. That's a really deep question. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough because really it's kind of based on the situation and, you know, kind of how it affects you personally. Yeah. Well, speaking of tough questions, it doesn't get any easier, guys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> this one's tough. I saw this and I was just like... Well, this one's going to fuck me up. Yeah. All right. Because it's like, I really don't know if there's a right or wrong answer for this. Uh, Keanu Reeves or Ryan Reynolds? Oh. Oh! <laughs> I came. I was thinking was about it. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That was my answer. <laughs> no, oh, I think I have to go Keanu, man. Mm. When has Keanu ever strayed from the path? I love Ryan Reynolds. I've loved Ryan Reynolds since Van Wilder. Yep. But... There's literally never been a situation, scenario, or anything where Keanu Reeves has done any wrong. Mm. I mean, for the for the record, neither has really Ryan Reynolds, but he what? They're both Canadian. Oh shit! <laughs> I know, I know. I saw the same like different interviews of people, all these different people in Hollywood. All saying something similar to the fact of Keanu Reeves is like no one said a bad thing about him, and everyone's talking about how real he is. Yeah, and there's like a, there's a there's a video of him, someone just a creepy person is feeding him on the subway, just because they're excited that he's one on the subway. He gives up his seat. Right? He gives up his seat. Yeah, like he comes in, there's no hesitation, gives up the seat. It's like, man, I don't know, man. That's like, tough. It's tough because obviously we all love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Right. But, but do we love him because he's fine as hell, or do we like him because he's like a phenomenal person? Keanu's kind of fun as, fine as hell. Oh, man, <laughs> this, uh, this changed real fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, if if we're uh, being purely um, shallow and and you know we're, physical, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but if we're talking about being humble as a wholesome human being, we're gonna go Keanu. I got right? it. I got it. I got it, guys. What's the breaker? And then we'll move on from this. Ryan Reynolds has our body. Keanu has our heart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that answers. Moving on. All right. 
Uh, do you tip differently at different restaurants? Example, Denny's tip versus Cheesecake Factory tip. Hmm. I don't. I don't either. I tip differently based on the interaction with the yeah. Yeah. So not based on location. I do have a question that, that shakes up the, uh, the uh, industry world, though. Do you guys tip on to-go orders? I do. Do you tip the same that you do? If I tip a little. You? I tip a little less. And so, typically, I don't leave anything, and my girlfriend gets mad, but I don't leave anything less than a ten dollar tip. If I go, like for takeout too, mm-hmm. I'll tip them like seven, eight bucks. Okay. Because I used to work in the industry, I fucking hate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the the reason I asked is because I saw this as like a a big debate. Like obviously, I tip less on if it's just a to-go order where I go pick it up and take mm-hmm. it out. Right. But there's like the, some, there was some girl on TikTok that was like really uh, like a 2% tip on it, you know, like talking shit basically. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else was like, yo, you're tipping for the service, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, you guys are preparing the food, but you're being paid to prepare the food. Yeah. Right. And at this point in time, like anything that you get extra you should be grateful for. Yeah. You should have gratitude for it. And other people are like, no, fuck that. You know, this is a service industry, like blah, blah, blah. So I'm curious, like, to-go orders. Tip, no tip. And that whole debate is so old. The do, do servers deserve tips no matter what? You know, it's like... Plain and simple, servers should be paid more. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you shouldn't... Nobody should have to base their their life their and, service on and ser- yeah yeah on, so on in, tips, right? in, in California it's they get paid hourly and they do make tip. Um, yeah. There are some states where they, it's primarily tip, mm-hmm. you know. So it's that debate's always always tricky because it always ends up in a bad 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 argument. And then also when you start to involve alcohol, like yes. right, because the prices are inflated because you're buying alcohol. So what? How do you balance out your tip at that point, right? I always tend to like I I worked in the industry had so many friends that still work in the industry so I'm like okay I'm just gonna unless it's like even if somebody does a really shitty job like I still even leave yeah, them a little bit it's mm-hmm. rare for, and if and this is how I see it even if they're shitty they still get the like the minimum like the what I would do as far as my minimum anyway like yeah what it is and I tend to tip higher like if it's a good service or if it's you know yeah the provided you know they were they were good they had our they took care of my they took care of my boys. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to heroes. That's yeah. the only time we've ever eaten together. <laughs> and those we drank uh, together quite a bit, but eaten together. The uh, the Keanu, Keanu's question and that question that was all from our boy our boy Chris slamming the bass. Uh, this one's from Lucy. She said, "Did you guys shed a tear while watching the last episode of the the Last of Us? So episode three of the Last of Us." I still have not seen it. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Okay, so we won't spoil it for you. I, you can spoil it, but... Are you going to watch it? I, probably not, I'll be honest. I don't I don't really watch a whole lot of things. Okay, so um, we kind of joked about it in the beginning, but uh, essentially it is one of the characters finding love in this crazy world, right? This crazy <laughs> world of post-apocalyptic fungus infection zombies. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that are upset because... Nick Offerman, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I forget the other actor's name, mm-hmm. but they play a gay couple in this episode. Um, and they're like completely opposite personalities, but the way that they come together and you see like their lives unfold, it's so touching and so heartfelt that 
like even if well i can't say even if you're homophobic because there's still a lot of people that are mad but like for most people you just go oh shit like these people really love each other and that storyline aside the actors like i was telling mike sell it, man. they sell it like and i like even like nick offerman i'm like Yo, if this was me as an actor, I'd be fucking giggling like a schoolgirl every time we have these intimate ass scenes. Mm. But they were so like intimate and passionate that you're like, holy fuck, like I believe this. And I shouldn't because this is the man's man of all men's man. <laughs> but like I believe it, yeah. right? And and their their all their fights were like constructive and character building too. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. And like so so basically it in the game. In, in the last was video game when you come across bill um you come across bill he's alone and then you find his partner dead right like he had hung himself um and they don't really explain what happened they just goes that was my partner he's the only one that would wear a fucking shirt like that and it's like a hawaiian shirt in the middle of an apocalypse right but like you can tell that there's some sort of history there well this episode created that history for you and gives a backstory of it and it's like it's like actually really heartfelt and like touching all right you're convinced and, i need to watch and it so i was it, like dude it sets up dude i don't i don't like many would probably watch these episodes i don't like scary shit i don't like yeah. zombie stuff but like i'm into the show mm. and it was from the first the first episode's creepy like it's so creepy but it's so it's so it's so smart like did you they, tear up for that first episode I didn't tear up, but I was shaking, dude. I was just like, what? <laughs> the first episode hits you in the feels. The second episode is just intense. Also, Third been in the feels, too. I was yeah. probably more, I felt more emotional for that because I was just like, oh, dang, like this is this is a huge turning point. Yeah. Episode three is the, the, like, to me, episode three is where it's like, oh, okay, I see this. I see the show, and from what I understand, what this is going to probably be moving forward, like, what a way to set up, like, this is your mission now yeah humanizes everything for you yeah. right like yeah so to answer lucy's question i didn't cry but i was touched yeah same and not in not in the way that jesse's thinking i was with my girlfriend <laughs> and jesse wept still didn't get touched <laughs> but you know <laughs> I, I, I uh i fell for them you know the, you fell for them fell for them oh felt. oh felt. <laughs> felt for them i was like because yeah, okay. because uh I mean, that, that breaking point, you know, where uh, he makes his decision, I'm like, fuck. It's just, yeah, it, it, it's like this, basically through the episode, you get like their story of like, what, five years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, more than that. More than that, because it was, they met two years into it. Yeah. And then the flash forward is two years. And then this is 20 years in the future, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So this is like essentially 15 years together uh, of a life together that they build in the middle of this fucking zombie apocalypse in the world. And you see like the, the relationship that they build. And like he said, their, their fights are like, like everybody's had those relationship fights. Mm. Like there's a fight about like, they live in this town alone and one of them wants to fucking paint the fences. And he's like, this is our home. I want it to be beautiful. And you know, Nick Offerman's like, who gives a shit about it being beautiful? Like nobody yeah. cares about it's this. Just, stuff, it's right? just us, but it's yeah. like, well, why can't it be beautiful for us? Yeah, and then why can't we have friends? We're gonna have friends, yeah. and so yeah, there was like that whole thing, and that's how it establishes the relationship of Joel and you know everybody having this connection outside mm -hmm. of 
the quarantine zone that they're in. So it's 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 a really heartfelt episode, and so many people are mad about it. So many people are upset about it just because it's like this, you know, like gay couple essentially on screen. I will say this: my brother has not watched any of this, but he came down when they're having dinner. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> I'm like, it's a zombie my apocalypse in, movie. My mom walked in on the bed scene. I'm like... <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Just get a blanket over him. Yeah. Ponte la toalla, mijo. And I looked at him and my legs were crossed. Oh, dude. It's nothing, mom. It's nothing. It's a pillow. Yeah. Doesn't anyone knock anymore? Alright. So, yeah. It's good. Good okay, I'm gonna, I need to check that yeah. out. That is, right. yeah, it's worth the, the watch. The, the next episode I come on, we'll we'll discuss it. Sick, sixty nine. Sixty nine, <laughs> perfectly fitting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, these and then the last three are from Chris. So, uh, why do you think people resort to drinking to cope with depression, anxiety, uh, when it's for a loss of a loved one? Because it releases your inhibitions, yeah. and you feel the rain in your skin. <laughs> What? What do you be drinking that has you feeling this kind of way? It dulls, yeah, it dulls your your senses and your pain, and you kind of tend to forget. Yeah, you get to, you get to, and it's an easy escape. Yeah, you get to. You get to like just push it to the side as, as as opposed to going facing it and going through it directly. Um, besides men being embarrassed, what's another reason it's hard for men to openly talk about their mental health? Uh, because we shit on each other when we do it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we do. Yeah, I, for us, fun. like we're all friends, and we un, like we kind of understand. What's well, because you're as a as a male, a lot of times you're taught to have this extremely tough outer skin that you're not allowed to talk about your emotions. You're not allowed to mm-hmm. like feel at all. Mm-hmm. Like you're just supposed to go through your shit and go through it as a man, and that's it. And and you're. And you're expected to also take on the weight of everyone else's mm-hmm. issues as well. And that's so you don't want to talk about your own because you're too busy helping with everybody else's. Also, the Kira wrote a song called Boys Don't Cry. So mm. I'm just going to. Now, and, I, and uh, like, show me the show me your genitals guy. Wait, he, had that, he had that line. The show me, show me your genitals. Do you guys remember that song? Show me your genitals. <laughs> Where he's like, he's like, uh, he's like I, don't, I don't know why you're talking. You're like, uh, the line's like, I don't know why you're talking this way. I don't talk about feelings because feelings are gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's a great, great YouTube video. What was the opening line of that song, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Just copy and Show paste that clip videos. for the intro. Uh, all right. Why? Oops. Technology. Uh, why were things less stressful in the 50s, 60s compared to how things are today? Were they less stressful back then? I don't know if they were less stressful, but we had a lower cost of living back then. Um, the American we, dream was actually dream. obtainable. Yeah. yeah, the American dream was attainable. Um, we had less um, 
I'll say it, social media influence. We had less keeping up with the Joneses back then. Um, We had, back in that era, you had people coming out of wars and out of like very, very hard times. So that was starting to see everything start to flourish again. And that was the era of like free love and, you know, all this. So that was definitely a completely different mindset for most people. like, hey, the war is done. Now we have a chance to live, right? Yeah. And depending on where you lived and depending on if you were a person of color, your life may have been very stressful. True, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think, yeah, I think there's, there was way less distractions. Maybe, maybe way less stress to the public eye, mm. right? Like people just, and yeah, cause once you're not, again, there's no documenting of everything. Yeah. We're not documenting everything. And on top of that, like men never talked about their feelings. Men never talked about their shit. So that was like a time of openly like, yeah, take this to your grave or like walk this off. Figure yeah. that shit out. Yeah. 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 All right. Last little. All right. So this one, uh, these are shorter ones. We're going to get very many responses for this. This was, uh, Bad advice that you received. Uh, Selena says, be kind to others because they will be kind to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joka wrote, "Uh, when I was told, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. That's fair. This was interesting. This is from my sister-in-law. And it's uh, when she was told, uh, do what you feel is right. And you picked Mario? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, wow. Just kidding. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I love you both. <laughs> All right. So then this I don't one. know where that came from. I'm sorry. Guys. <laughs> and then uh, this one, the question. <laughs> the que- it's this liquid death be hidden. <laughs> be bussin' bussin'. Uh, this one is um, about boundaries in relationships. I said, uh, what do you consider healthy boundaries in a relationship? And the responses were, uh, Selena said, uh, there are no boundaries. It all depends on how long you want the relationship to last, I think, is what she meant to say. There's no boundaries? Uh, uh, No boundaries. Do you go into a relationship with like a predetermined time that you want it to last? Right. You never know. Might be Mr. Right. Might be Mr. Right now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you need boundaries. There's I got to be some. Yeah. Not crazy ones, but I feel like there needs to be some. Uh, Jolka says, when you both... St- Wait, what? Jolka. <laughs> what did he say? Uh... <laughs> what was the question again? What, what are healthy relationship? relationship boundaries in a relationship? I'll read it because Mike's afraid too. Uh, Joka said, when you both slop each other's tops and bottoms. <laughs> That's a good boundary. He, know, he knows we read these and we say their names. <laughs> he, got, he, got mad, he got mad at me last time. And this time, I didn't read it. Mike did. <laughs> Get mad at Mike. Jasmine. And then uh, um, Sarah, she says, depends on the relationship. It's fair. Right? It's uh, fair that's the perfect yeah. answer. That's the answer. And then uh, intern Harry says, realizing your partner is human and they'll mess up and they are not perfect. Facts. I think that's a great one. That's, yeah. 
thousand percent facts. Because everybody going into relationships, you you put yourself on a pedestal, and you know it's uh, once once you don't some once somebody doesn't meet the expectations that you have, you know it's it starts creating a lot of problems. Yeah. I mean, that's, especially nowadays too, because we're in a world where we're just like, all right, next. Yeah, it's a very Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next, dude. I, I always like one of my weird fears that I've always had in relationships is just knowing that like my mouth at some point is gonna say something offensive. Well, especially because most people see the one side of Mike where they're like, oh, he's such a <laughs> sweetheart, and then <laughs> they get the savage mode. You know, like that little outburst. Outburst I just had. I didn't mean it. Mike means it all the time. <laughs> Man. Anyways, yeah, the street, the street bounty is creating an area for, an area, an area for grace. Uh, Andrea said, uh, trust is key. No one should hold anyone back from anything uh, with uh, trust and no issue. Uh, with trust, no issue. That's, yeah, I agree too. If you, if you, I genuinely think if you can't trust your partner. You shouldn't be together. You shouldn't be together. Fair. And then last one was uh, I asked, how do you build self-esteem? Uh, Selena says, staying away from fellow humans. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not a bad answer. I mean, it is self-esteem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Burner State Drummer, new album dropping soon. Um, maybe not soon. Nice maybe not soon. Maybe not soon. No, and uh, Noah doesn't know this yet, but he's filming our music videos. Oh yeah, no one's gonna. I've film been it. waiting for Yana to let, just let me know when we're doing the damn promo shoot. I already have a full idea for a video. We're, we're gonna talk about yeah. it off camera. Mr. Diamond over here knows. And then, uh, but Jeremy says, uh, focus on what you're doing right for you, and not comparing yourself to others. Not too good. Uh, Jolka says, by removing expectations of yourself, to see the opportunity to grow by allowing yourself to change. That's a good one. Nice, Jolka. That's a good one. I need that really, on really saves you from your last <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just showing us that he can turn it on when he needs to. Yeah. Uh, Sarah writes, uh, trying something brand new that's not too complicated, just new to me and finishing it. Oh. Nice. Setting like a that. goal and accomplishing it. Yeah. Um... Ty, bass player from Burner State, album dropping soon. Uh, he says, uh, physically, something that keeps you active. Yoga, jogging, the gym, etc. Mentally, uh, I f uh, feel good activities. Mm. That could be physically too, though. Yeah. I mean, we all can't be cut like Ty. <laughs> huh? and not, a, not, a, not all of us have boulder shoulders like Ty. Yeah. yeah. All right, last two. Uh, Andrea says, being productive. I feel good when I know I worked my ass off and got things done. That's a good thing. And then last one is from Lucy. She says, taking tequila shots. <laughs> At a girl. <laughs> That's... For real and selfish. I, I think, uh, I think for, for this one, I think I, re I really like the idea of Having a, having something to accomplish, no matter how big it is, I feel like you do enough of that, enough wins, getting the wins under your belt. Yeah, starts to. Uh, I feel like that's a good a good little way to get the snowball going. And just remember, they don't have to be huge, little yeah, wins. Little wins. 
Yeah. It's a snowball effect. I think a lot of people put themselves in a box and forget that you're you're able to accomplish a lot more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. You know. Just look at uh, what's his name, the she bangs guy, William Hung. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back. She bangs. She and bangs. he's still making the same thing with the the Gangnam Style dude. Like he's still making millions of dollars on that one song. That's wild. Just need one man. Wild. Just, have, just the, have the courage. Have the courage to dream. <laughs> but right, I think MBR had a lyric, wasn't it? The exposes for the dreamers that we are. Something like that. <laughs> like I may have said that. <laughs> Spent a whole eyes way and just for it's someone to prove us wrong. wrong. That's on my caption on so many of my Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, on that note, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram yeah. at Walking Blind Pod, Walking Blind Pod at gmail.com, pretty much Walking Blind Pod everywhere. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to extend the cup sale? Yeah, let's do the let's extend this thing because um, we're still beefing with the shared backline board. Yeah, so yeah, we'll keep the code Taco Bell up. You get fifteen percent off of that cup. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, another week. Another we'll do. Week. We'll do another week. And uh, yeah, get them. They're they're uh, the, we have two the, two at the press home, and they get used every day, and they're holding up nicely. Yep. So. Jesse's using one right now. I got I got a couple in the house. Uh, you know, like I said, the, for those of you that did order them, and then we did the price change, I refunded you some money. Mm-hmm. See that five dollars? That's okay, Jesse. They don't need to see it again. <laughs> um, you know, and then for the rest of you that want to jump in on this sweet sweet deal, you know, hit that hit that code Taco Bell. The go Taco Bell, and and really uh, liking these videos helps. And if you're listening, um, you know maybe recommend this to a friend or a family member. It'd be nice. Probably to, not uh, this episode in particular. No, this, no, this, this is a good one. It's great. This is one of our better ones. Yeah. And then uh, make sure you guys follow No Way. I, you want to plug your 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 social? So my inst- I only really use Instagram, uh, but it's at Destroy Redefine. Um, well, both one word, I guess. Yep. That's about it. If you need photos, let me know. I do photography for bands, for your wedding, for your quince. Hell yeah! Okay. Future uh, Burner C music video coming soon. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about it as soon as these cameras stop rolling. We love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Am I good? Level check. I'm not going to be this close because then I'm going to be deep throating the mic. Hey, you can deep throat any mic in this building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, I'm in a perfect position to go skiing right now. Get it? Skiing. (laughs) (laughs) This is your intro. Position. We're all about the high jump here. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.